0: I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Attack ships
1: on fire off the shoulder of
2: Orion.
1: I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the a Gate.
3: All those
0: moments will be
1: lost in time like tears
0: in rain time to die Welcome to Film Punch. We just watched the original Blade Runner, the final cut version, uh, with no voiceovers or anything. Um, and here with me are...
4: Jared Rinkus. Alan Liotonko. Penny Folger,
3: Brian
1: Aldrin, Laura Janata.
3: Mike Fye.
0: And I'm your host, Dave Klingerman. Uh, so first of all, first impressions. Well, I guess first we should go into what the actual film is about. Um, Harrison Ford Blade Runner chasing down the androids that are malfunctioning. Um, they've all been declared illegal, and that's basically the general gist of the story. Um, so yeah, first impressions. Like I know Michael, this was your first time watching it.
3: Yeah, uh, I had only previously, wow, well, previously, excuse me, seen uh, bits and pieces. Um, Kind of like you know as a teenager in college. Um so seeing it all the way through is uh, definitely kinda of cool. I thought uh, for a while for I will admit for the first half I was kind of concerned that I wasn't really gonna um, get into it. Uh having you know now you know being seeing it here but seeing it like at this time but uh, at the second um half of the movie I was uh, much more I found out I was like much more engaged. So yeah, I thought uh yeah I thought it was cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a slow burn. Uh, it's it's not a. It's interesting because it doesn't really feel like a movie made in 1982, and it holds up really well. But it's it's very slow paced.
3: Mm-hmm. You can almost call it a neo noir. It's very well, it a yeah.
4: really
0: yeah. classic
3: yeah.
4: noir really. I mean, I mean, she's really pressed
1: like Yeah. It was really cool how they blended that old time film noir feel with like, you know, dystopian sci-fi mm-hmm. with the 80s and then and then there's, you know, Asian influences as well. Like they took all these weird um, really cool genres and somehow made it work um they, they with world building like I really felt like it was very much focused on you know building that world the, the feeling that um, people were you know so crowded and so jam-packed that they were just surrounded mm-hmm. by sounds and noises and lights even when he's sleeping you see like the lights mm-hmm. go through the window like you're never quite alone but yet there's also this feeling that he's so alone that there's this lack of connection despite all the busyness and I felt like they really nailed it as far as building that anxious feeling in me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was very claustrophobic. Yeah. Kind of like, like Alien, the movie that he had made just prior to this. Um, I I got, because I've recently watched Alien more recently than, than Blade Runner. Uh, and i was kinda thinking about that, especially at the end when he was chasing the other two replicants around the yeah. the um, apartment building. It it felt very claustrophobic and kinda alien ish. Alien ish.
3: Mm-hmm. Also LA went from having the best weather in the country to <laughs> constant rain. Yeah
0: <laughs> constant rain Se- yes. climate, no, okay. climate change climate
3: <laughs> change. Yeah It's always nighttime too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't have daylight in, uh, in 2018. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to <laughs> live well, well, down on you.
0: We did also. <laughs> <laughs> we did also watch the three shorts that bridge the gap between Blade Runner and the new one, which we're going to podcast next week. Um And there was a nuclear detonation. Mm-hmm. So. You know, maybe there's some nuclear winter going on there. I don't know. No, but
3: that happens after Pluto, right? So that was oh, great. that's true. You know, yeah,
0: yeah, never so mind. So that was... That's level. right. That well, was two like years in later. Well, the, the Earth is all
4: messed up and everything, too, to be fair. So oh, okay. Fair, which is why there's no uh, um, animals and everything. There's like there's this big thing that they, they kind of wink at it a little bit in the film, but he actually is... He really wants a sheep and everything and stuff it's, yeah. And a book and it's really it's like having it's having certain animals brings you a certain status too. It's like having a really cool car and everything.
3: So mm-hmm. yeah. that's why that's why so, yeah, I, yeah. She has a face tank because if she can afford. Yeah, a real tank, you know, she
4: was, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Are they like, oh, you know, like our owl and mm-hmm. you know, well yeah, that looks expensive. Yeah,
0: yeah, I wish they had uh, talked about that a little more in the movie Well, like just... I like said, you can really do it. It's <laughs> it's, it's, a,
1: probably, it's a good book. I mean, most yeah. of it goes really integral really books,
4: but you can't really go
3: into it do in detail. It wouldn't be all yeah. It, right. It would be it would be several movies really. It
0: wouldn't translate well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> For any listeners, the book this is loosely based on Phil K index do Android screen of Electric oh.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I feel like that would have been some uh, extra exposition that may have um, kind of tipped it a little too far over into the uh, um, pacing. You know, would have been over the pacing a bit yeah. too much. Probably. One of my one of my favorite things was like anytime you make a movie about the future. You can't be right because you don't know the future, but it was, it was fun to go through and look at all the logos and yeah. anachronistic things. So, like, there was like yeah. the TWA. They also had the, you know, the futuristic computer enhance and but it was on an actual photograph, which, I mean, was lots of fun. Anyone <laughs> taken an actual
0: photograph? So. Enhance. Enhance. I imagine you can't do that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, I know
3: you me. whispered to me that I was gonna be grumpy at that. I wasn't grumpy <laughs> at that because I've already seen the Super Troopers, so like I already know the joke, you know. So um, this, even, this was before. Yeah. There's interesting the mix of antiquated technology and
2: like technology. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like yeah. the the payphone in the bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it was sort of a video payphone, but
3: mm-hmm. so yeah. they got the video phone thing right, just not in the correct.
0: Yeah, uh, not in the right form factor. Not, yeah, not <laughs> form factor. I,
3: I had to laugh about the Atari because it really puts yeah. the time of this of when this movie was made. It, I'm not gonna say it dates it. It just it it so specifically nails in the head where and when it was made. Mm-hmm. Atari a 1982 Atari was the name of video games. It was it was a few years before the video game crash and Nintendo came around Ooh. to uh, to pick it up. And you know it just it. it being the big video game, not that I am, it's just like, I was like, okay, even if I didn't already know, like, when this was yeah. made, it just seems like so perfectly clear.
0: And Atari is um, still around, but they're not what they were. No, they not, not, at all. <laughs> right? They're this,
3: this is when, right. you know, yeah, this is when you were just a shape, you know, moving around a screen. They right? hadn't really done right. characters yet. Um, there was also a lot of lens flare. I mean, I guess that was kind of the contrast. the dark aesthetic while of lens flare, but I'm like, I wonder if J.J. Higgins on this
0: I'm going to have to put this in it's all Ridley Scott's <laughs> fault. There's <laughs> yeah. also there's also a lot of,
3: uh, of um, light uh, light rays shining through um, fog or smog, you know, mm-hmm. you know which uh, you know, I was like, oh, you know, Ridley Scott's taking a little little page out of uh, Spielberg, you know, style <laughs> of, uh, of lighting and uh, visual effects. So. Yeah. Even in
0: 1982. Yeah, I
3: mean, well, you got to look at like close encounters of of third kind. Oh, yeah. I mean, that to was, that one. was, I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, I, I don't know, that's the earliest that I, that I have in my memory. I could, I could be wrong, but Zero is in the memory of, uh, of rays of Light coming through. Oh, yeah. What yeah. year did that come out? Was it that was in the 70s. Yeah. Um, maybe. I All I know is that, that there was a bet, it was near Star Wars, because there was, a, I think that was the one where Lucas and Spielberg had a bet. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the famous bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was 78 or 79. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. so we talked a little bit about the world, but what were your thoughts about the plots and the characters? Like, you know, let's talk about, you know, Descartes. Like, what do we think about
0: him? Well, I think the, the like, big controversy with him is, was he a replicant or wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, Ridley Scott. Scott did clarify that recently, but are any... Oh, uh, he did? Yes, it, he did. And <laughs> also depends on which version you are watching, yeah. too.
4: <laughs> With some versions, it cares so that he is <laughs> human, and some versions, it's because, like, in the... Since the unicorn and everything at the end, it appears that, sort of like, yes, he is a replicate. So, yeah, it just depends on...
3: I think the trailer for 2049 kind of spoiled it because he's oh, not dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And old. But up until, I mean, that trailer, I, I think it's still a bit of Yeah, until his, age, his aging is up. pretty on point with how much time <laughs> that's has passed. Yeah. That's a yeah. fair point, you know? yeah.
0: But, but didn't bad. didn't Ridley Scott come out and say he was a replicant? Yeah,
4: Ridley Scott came out and said Harrison Ford says i don't think he is a replicant but then he also said if you i if i was a replicant i, I wouldn't probably acknowledge it you know and everything kind of mm-hmm. like you know like, you know, she she didn't want to believe she was a replicant right this is my picture of me and my mom and stuff I think they they did a good job of at least some point every
3: replicant they had like a red eye they lit their eyes in a certain way that's yeah. like were piercing red yeah that was even that. the owl yeah. even so I don't know if I'd have to watch it again but I didn't see any shots where he had those eyes there was he, one yeah, there, there was one there was, one. There was yeah. one I don't know if it was an accident or on purpose but it yeah. was when uh, she first came to his um, apartment. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, he's, he's almost off, right? And he turns to her and I can't remember what he says to her, but she's right there, you know, just like full on, Mm. you know, the, the retinas are reflecting the light back at the camera, which I thought was a great trick, Mm. a great practical effect to identify. Mm. Um, but when he comes back to her, he's in complete darkness but you can see his eyes. Mm. And I'm not sure if that was, I mean, you know, it's very easy for bloopers to happen, um, I know it actually happened with um oh I can't wait forgetting I'm forgetting his name now. The uh, the um, the corporation. Uh, Tyrell. Tyrell, yeah. 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 His eyes even do it at one point. Um, So there is so it's possible that it was a that it was a mistake. But yeah, definitely I was like, that's interesting. like I noticed it. I don't know if that's the same scene yeah. or not. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Well, if he is a replicant, he's currently an advanced model because he's a drunk and gets all emotional on his piano. So I was gonna say, well, which you know, is why he is a unicorn. Yeah. is, starting to is rare. I just started with an emotional because she's emotional through. The right. Brain. So she had the the memory implants to cushion <laughs> her mm-hmm. like developing emotions.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I don't think like they talked about the replicants having. No emotional response, or maybe just different emotional responses. So I think her crying doesn't necessarily mean that she's not a replicant. It's it's how they react. I think is uh, what determines it. So either uh, like laughing at the wrong time, or you know some kind of response that isn't you know, normal.
3: And are there are there different endings, or is it always they are like different dilly... endings. And yeah, I'm mean, um, going to say because obviously yeah. Evergreen's almost told is like, I'm going to let you go this time, and we'll do a little origami
0: to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, did everyone realize that he played the the captain in, in Battlestar Galactica? Yes. The he didn't. Yeah. He <laughs> did. I yeah, want we'll mentioned it before we
3: even like here tonight.
0: <laughs> I was like, Daddy Dama is in it. who? <laughs> <Is that Teddy laughs> <Pooh? laughs> <laughs>
4: language I think or like the, he made, he made it wasn't it wasn't
0: like Japanese
4: it, it, no he made it up he wasn't really Japanese it was he made it up kinda mm-hmm. like um, hmm. like this street well every well supposedly we're all in this different world and everybody's all clumped together so you kinda of had like this street new kind of street speak and he made it and he, yeah, I just one document he actually made that up and it's, hmm. like actually made up a language. Hmm. It went that far, which wow.
0: is crazy. To me. <laughs> yeah. That's really yeah, no, I had no, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting.
2: Uh, um, so it's interesting what you what you said about like sort of the difference between like how the replicants are supposed to act emotionally versus humans mm-hmm. because um even though like obviously there's ways to like distinguish them, it does feel like if you're just watching them in everyday life there isn't Like, to me, at least, it didn't seem like they were, like, obviously emotionally inhibited, especially when, um, they're at the end, like, the one that Buckner Howard plays, and that whole speech that he gives at the end, to me, seems, like, very human, which which I assume it must be the point, you know, the Mm -hmm. fact that, like, Mm -hmm. obviously there's, like, really, like, huge emotional depth in, like, what he's saying, like, there's really nothing that significantly, like, distinguishes him
3: from a human being, in terms of, like, what he feels, Mm -hmm. you know? And that is the Krusty mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Blob. Yeah. Is the sorry, Tom? yeah. Sean Young at the beginning was
2: very robotic and deadpan, and then later she's just emotional a lot. And I don't know if it's just she's becoming more human or what that was about.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Again, I, I think it's it just shows that they're not they're, they're just a little off. They they just don't behave as you would normally expect them to. Mm-hmm
1: but like they sort of do allude that if they didn't have the cap on their life, lifespan that they would eventually figure it out, That then they would you know, build, they'd have the time to build that social interactions and those emotional
3: responses.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, you're, you're dealing with you know, two or three or four-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah.
3: You know, and, I, and I liked that they kind of, they... They even explain that a bit, you know, with the whole, uh, when he's talking to Tyrell, uh, after interviewing her, you know, putting her through the test, and it's like, how, how many questions does it usually take? It's like yeah, and, and I'm sitting there, like, and I'm, before he even his answers, I'm like, oh, it's probably like, you know, four or five, you know, <laughs> something like that. But yeah. so, no, it's like at least 30. Yeah. You know, like, usually that's about where we are. It's about 30 questions. It's like, okay, so it really is, you know, the whole, you know, they, they will respond to some kind of emotion. It's just, you know, trying to weed out, you know.
0: Yeah, you just ask him enough to. I assume they establish a baseline and then
3: mm-hmm.
0: go from there. But
3: Daryl Hannah's replicant character got shortchanged. I mean, she was like the second in command because he called him a fearsome fusil or something like that, and then her encounter with Decker was short-lived.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was expecting that to play out a little longer. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, like Rutger Hauer, he just shuts down?
3: <laughs> well, I think he knew in his hand, right, he yeah. knew he was expiring, so uh,
0: that was, that yeah. was the,
3: the best he could do was scare Decker for whatever reason, so he could feel what it'd be like to be scared and then give his little monologue about, I've seen things, and
1: mm-hmm.
3: not they're going away.
1: And wasn't there a scene earlier setting that up
3: where he's talking about he didn't want to die? Like, he knew this word, it was going to shut down soon? Yeah, and it, it showed it sweater, his hands yeah. there too, yeah. yeah. What was really neat
1: is that when he was, you know, um, talking to, what was that, the, um, I'm going to call him the toy maker guy, the DNA, DNA guy? Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian. Yes. I remember his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was like, you know, we need cool. to, um, you know, Need to extend our lifespan. Otherwise, Chris here is gonna die. He didn't say I'm gonna die. He was more concerned with.
4: Chris. Well, he was like he knew Sebastian had the little things. Yeah, like it was like you're yeah. not gonna really so much care about me. Like you know, I know sh- everybody else is there. You
3: don't <have to> <laughs> Yeah, it's a classic uh, manipulation. I yeah.
1: I mean, you can see it that yeah. way. I also saw it as he was
3: more. Start with her, well, he, he clearly did like her because uh, yeah, he made, uh, post-death make-out slash blood blood <laughs> marking as uh, some sort of connection. And he cared about he cared about the. Other, I mean, he really did. I mean, I I yeah. will say yeah, he did care about everyone mm-hmm. in his party. Uh, like whenever whenever one died, you know he you know was clearly you know broken up about it in some way. Beyond just the normal, like we're losing our numbers, you mm-hmm. know. Beyond like the soldier, you know, mentality, yeah. um, which again was another interesting layer that I, you know, to add to them. And from the shorts, it looks like the soldier aspect gets played out even more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I liked how they, in the shorts, they captured the the feel of the original, so that that gives me some hope for. The new one, and it's done by the director of Arrival, which is really good. I need to yeah.
1: see that. I, it's good. Hmm? I need
2: to see that, Arrival.
0: Oh, yeah. Really yeah, I think you'd probably like it. Probably. Sci fi <laughs> and linguistics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyone have any thoughts on the new one? Like what you want to see in it or where you think they might go with it silence
3: <laughs> I want to know more about being Batista's character like after seeing those shorts it's just really interesting to me um, you know I also want to see you know like okay so how can he st- I, I also you know only really knowing him from guardians like I want to see like you know so how can he stretch out a little bit as an actor know mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm just I'm just kind of interested in that from a just from a you know, technical standpoint. I also like how a future where you can literally buy eyes... Everyone has their glasses. <laughs> Dave Bautista's eyeglasses are entirely too small for him. Yeah, right? <laughs> Terrell's glasses are entirely too large for him. <laughs> yeah, what was up with those glasses? <laughs> I couldn't see past... I'm sorry, I couldn't. They're uh, like, oh. <laughs> like quad focal. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were like, yes.
0: and, I mean, then,
3: and then it was just an interesting style. The shoulder pads, the gigantic uh, collars, it's still cool though I think uh, I think like you said I think they, they maintain a, a retro future style if you will yeah mm-hmm. right.
1: Yeah, I want to see two things one I want to see more about the off world colonies I think that would be cool whether so we'll it's some more building yeah to, whether it's actually seeing them physically or just learning more about mm-hmm. how that's all going how are these colonies that were built by slaves that you say are grade and everything um the other thing would be interesting to see how the world either develops or declines you know this many years later because in the shorts it looked very similar as if not a whole lot has changed but like i don't know there's other like tv shows and movies where you know 50 100 years go by like i think of avatar last Airbender versus cora there was a definite like social change you know from One time period to a hundred years, you know, in the future, so I'd be interested to see.
3: Two thoughts on that one, the off world is at least both in the movie, because the, the uh Sebastian sounds like, Why are you still on earth? I couldn't pass the physical, so it sounds like the off world colonies are a place to be or people want to go, yeah. yeah um, it sounds like like a legit right yeah. at least they're played off as a legit thing, you know, yes. and then and then, um. Uh, in one of the shorts, uh, the new bad guy refers to, like, the decline of Earth even more. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like things are on the down, the, oh, no. mm-hmm. yeah. And then two, I think the shorts make clear that the blackout, like, everyone, like, that's their nine eleven. 11 so everyone's going to refer to the blackout as this pivotal moment that things changed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, how that affected from, was it, 49, so 27 years later? Um, I just
4: hope they don't speed it up too much because <laughs> I, I know a lot of people have like ADHD now whatever, But, but I kind of like I like the pacing of it. I'm okay with slow burns and everything. I like that kind of. movie released today? That's the question. <laughs> like, I don't know if today's
3: audiences. Yeah, just
4: like what? I don't know. That's what I worry. you are gonna make an all action pack and I'm gonna hate it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Arrival was kind of slow paced was, yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't think he'll do that.
2: Well, so. I have heard that.
4: No, I didn't do very well. <laughs> I mean, because everybody, everybody was wanting to see Harrison Ford, and they wanted to see Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And famously, they're like, where's Han Solo? I don't <laughs> yeah.
3: Um. Interesting side note. You know. So, um, the uh, Foley artist on, uh, on this movie, you know, master Foley artist at Skywalker Sound, John Roche, Roche I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, he I caught one sound um, that he had developed for *Empire Strikes Back*, and it's so subtle. It's the sound that you hear inside um, uh, Deckard's um, uh, apartment—that that that, like, whir, that low whirring. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that that, uh. that, um, that is in *The Empire Strikes Back* uh, in the in the uh, uh, command center on Hoth. Uh, you only hear it when there's no when there's no talking going mm-hmm. on, so it's mostly like the like the like the dead the dead air in between Han like saying that he's gonna leave the mm-hmm. player like hearing it from like across the room oh. and you hear it and uh and and I just thought that was like it it was when they were the polegars were like you know a Skywalker sound were kind of you know putting little you know, little like easter eggs in you know it's for mm-hmm. fun before it was like before the Wilhelm home screen was like a known like every movie has to have it now mm-hmm. kind of like fun little joke and i kind of I appreciated that especially since it was like okay this is, this is you know harrison ford we're gonna put something star wars in there you know just as a, as a fun <laughs> thing for the nerds you know like myself and uh, <laughs> yeah i i i heard that every time and i will admit it kinda of to be out of it a little bit but i also appreciated it for what it was at the time that it was made so Oh, so they're gonna go overboard and put R two in the toy maker's apartment. Oh man. <laughs> Well, if it, if okay, so if Disney was making this, yeah, that would be nice. That's one thing I'll say if they made this movie today. <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> um, but when it comes to pacing, you know, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I can't foresee, you know, them doing it like, you know, crazy, like you know, like some kind of
0: like you know, your typical... style piece. Yeah, or, or summer summer jumping. blockbuster.
3: Yeah, leaping from from planet to planet. Um, but, I mean, it seems like, you know, you know, there's going to be some more hand-to-hand combat, which uh, updated today's standard, which, you know, obviously makes sense. It's organic, a thing that needs to happen anyway. But otherwise, it just wouldn't be accepted by today's audiences. And uh, it looks like they have some pretty good fight choreographers involved, um, and, based on the shorts, at least. So.
0: When I see Ryan Gosling, I'm thinking, like, him in Drive, where he was a very mm-hmm. kind of understated
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. character like that. I'm, I'm kind of hoping they're going for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it looks like it. Yeah. yeah. Do you um, think movies today are allowed
1: to be slow-paced, like this one that was made in 82?
0: Like- I think... I think when, if you get outside of the summer blockbuster, I think it's more acceptable mm-hmm. so now that we're moving into October um and into more of the Oscar season, I think you'll start to see more of that but it's good that it didn't come out like right in June or July or mm-hmm. you know early August mm-hmm. so or September um especially this year when we've had so many bad
4: <laughs> bad
0: blockbusters um but even the ones that weren't terrible, no one went to see. So mm-hmm. um, Then uh, conversely, we had stuff like It, which nearly everybody went to see. Mm-hmm. i and I, I, didn't go, I didn't
3: go, but I'm not, I'm not big into
0: yeah. that. <laughs> um, and there was one earlier, I can't remember which one it was.
3: That was good or bad?
0: It was good. It, like A lot you of people went to see well it. I can't remember what the movie was, Blockbuster or none? I don't remember. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, I enjoyed (laughs) 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 Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man did all right, but there was one that did really well, and it was, like, just before the Blockbuster season started. Was it
4: uh, Wonder Woman or something?
0: Maybe. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was Wonder Woman. I think that's what I was thinking of.
3: uh, Yeah,
0: so it started off really well, and then, like, no one went to see anything until it. Mm (laughs) <laughs>
1: I don't know, do you have any extra thoughts about like pacing nowadays? or? Well, I just tend to watch older movies, and I tune out a lot of the mainstream blockbuster stuff, so mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know what the average is for what an audience will
2: watch these days, I guess. Oh, I gotcha. I see them sometimes, but not as frequently? know.
1: Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I do notice that, yeah, they, they speed up movies a lot, like even mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, they set uh, up even like the songs. Like, yeah, they sped I don't up understand Everything that. compared yeah. to the original. Oh. It was just very unnecessary. Yeah. And so. they're beautiful songs. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, like
4: white I don't know.
1: Let us enjoy that moment. Let us <laughs> <I'm laughs> <my>
3: favorite the
4: <laughs> nice <laughs> version, the sweet version of <laughs> the <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think you're definitely hard pressed to find it in the summer blockbuster season. There's yeah. no doubt. Outside of that, you'll start seeing a little bit more of the think pieces, and you know, things like that. But uh, I don't know. I, 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 It, it sounds cliche, but I've always gone with the whole, uh, you know, movies have shifted into have shifted more into entertainment, and, and the and they're really focusing on story elements and think pieces with like the long form, you know, television now. That's true. So, that's where, even Dunkirk, which isn't fast, is only an hour and a half, I think, right? It was what? Only an hour and a half or so, Dunkirk, running
0: time. I don't remember. I don't know what the run time
3: is. Right? Yeah.
0: I'm not sure either.
3: But, no one would call that any. Yeah, I
0: don't think it was two and a half hours.
3: <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, apparently Star Wars is going to be two and a half hours. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So Wasn't the last one? I don't
3: think it quite hit that. Force Awakens
0: mark. wasn't that long.
3: I don't think it quite hit that mark. No, interesting. It was a two-ish, yeah, that's a new. Hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of toys they have to show. Yeah, right.
0: Um. Okay. So I, I think we're gonna wrap up. Um. So any other closing thoughts?
2: Um. I guess I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are on why character allowed Necker to live at the end
4: I don't know I see him as kind of like I don't know this kind of wise um, monster like in Frankenstein and everything and you know he learned so much and everything and he actually kind of really kind of Likes humans, or maybe he kind of maybe recognizes them in the mark of it too. I'm kind of debating on that, but I just I see him as a little, actually a very noble monster in a way and kind of goes inside with you know, like inside and everything. He was confronting his master mm-hmm. and everything, angry at him, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to kill him.
3: <laughs> you, know. you could use um, that as uh, uh, evidence that is a reptile. Yeah, or he so could have been, or he could have been this wise, kind, like. The monster in Frankenstein, you know. You know. But he was he was dying. Yeah. You knew he, he, was, he was dying. And all of his friends were gone, so yeah, like Yeah, yeah but all oh, of you maybe
0: want to have more of Do you have can another you thought,
1: Penny? Get... Yeah, I thought feel- a little
0: cynical
3: about
1: it, like, we well, this is
2: pre-Game
3: of Thrones, so it's not in mode to kill off main characters. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 it's like have to figure out some way to let Harrison Ford yeah. lay us Yeah, not only not in the mode to kill off main characters, but not in the mode to kill off Harrison Ford. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get really that until two
1: years ago. <laughs> um, I, I think there's a little bit of, like, because... Somebody said it that, like, replicants are almost like a more perfect version of humanity. And, you know, they just needed, like, time to develop, I guess. And so I felt like he had reached this point where he was a perfect form of humanity where, you know, you would show that kindness and things like that. Or there there could have been a little bit of, like, here, tell my story, you know, mm-hmm. learn from this. Because mm-hmm. I see you as a, you're in a position of power but not these, you know, assholes who
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> are you know cutting yeah. our lifespan or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. um and yeah tell our story learn from this yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i got the feeling that he like knew that he won even though he didn't kill him yeah. like he's like i, I won he achieved when he was out yeah to do. And he because he even says it like oh so how how is it you know how like how is it to feel like you know total fear you know or not, not but, uh mm-hmm. Yeah. To live, terror, right? to live in fear. To live in fear. Yes, yeah, okay. exactly. It's like. You, and they
1: said that again earlier in the movie
3: too. It was a callback, exactly. What
4: about
1: you? What are your thoughts on
2: it? Um, I guess I just felt like since he knew that he was like just about to die, that maybe in that moment he just felt like, oh, like I'll like maybe perhaps he, he sort of felt like his last act was something about like saving life or like appreciating that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then maybe it's it's some sort of statement on like his experience
3: like on Earth, you know. Mm -hmm. And and how convenient that he caught a dove so he (laughs) (laughs) could release it. (laughs) like, the cleanest bird in all of the <laughs> <dying>, by <laughs> the way. Everything <laughs> was, like, was pretty out. <laughs> and, and it looked like he was almost like using it as a, as a back scratch. Like, he was like playing like, his arm like a violin with this dove. I don't know what was going on. But, yeah. <laughs> and why was the dove okay with it? The dove was so tall. Did you see that? And he's like. Mm. So, he catches
1: it on one building, jumps, jumps. to the, the other way. one, <laughs> and then Doesn't he. <laughs> Doesn't kill it in the process. And then he also like lifts up like Harrison Board with one hand with up dog in the other hand. he had to keep this so he could release
3: it at the chemo. I It's very impressive. <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> one and th- I, I know we're getting close here. One thing can confused Okay, uh, it was just bugging me. What was okay, I get that his hand was malfunctioning because he was dying. It was like a collar arthritis almost. But that- putting the nail through it, the spike through it. I thought that was going to be used as like a weapon at one point because he couldn't like punch anymore, and then it, then he caught Harrison Ford. and I thought maybe it was like I caught you, but I also stabbed you. But then you he it was not But then yeah. he didn't. No. I just wasn't. Well, I was. So life has changed. <laughs> changed. <You're laughs> changed. You're still alive. Well, the way I got is like you know having pins and needles in yeah. your foot and you're trying to like pound on it. Like, like, let me fire up these mm. neurons and everything okay. for a little bit, and it's
2: going kind to of be frobbing and everything, you know. By causing, it's, okay, it's, that's fair. You know. That, that's, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess I also thought it was interesting how, like, Deckard had, like, an added injury, but he gave it to Deckard and then
3: so, he yeah. said, you know, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, they were, they they were play, well, they are yeah. comparing them and, like, they are not too dissimilar. Yeah, I mm-hmm.
1: All right. Oh, I know we're about to answer. I, I, I don't know what you guys thought of but I thought the love scene was very problematic and strange. <laughs> oh <you> yeah. <laughs> Is that, can you call yeah. it a love scene? That yeah, yeah. yeah. was that a yeah, really yeah. yeah. <laughs> knowledge in the time period, or now it just seems creepy because, like, culture we're more aware of calling it out it? <laughs> Yeah. I don't
0: even know. It was supposed to be right like, or? No. no I, don't, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it would be shot differently if was filmed
3: today. And I think yeah. Yeah, it's the throwback to yeah. the noir era. Yeah. Yeah. Like this strong, protagonist who like just just knows that that she's holding
0: back. Yeah. 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 I just know it because of the clarity of the protagonist. <laughs>
1: yeah. If it was really noir and she just kind of framed them to tell, it seems like she'd be the one to right. serve him over. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I kind of had the same thought when yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So it was
1: very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> how would have Harrison Ford's 1980s clairvoyance? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and not
1: just to, like, forcefully close the door, you know, but also, like, you, like, hammer against the wall. You yeah. have her lies. You have
3: her lies. You have her lies. I don't know if that's positive consent. if You tell her. <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: right
3: with he's just like programming her, her, her to go along with it. I don't know, it's very problematic. Hmm. No, I have a huge problem with that so. yeah. as well. We are in agreement. In agreement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so I think uh, we're, we're going to wrap things up now. Um, does anyone have any recommendations, anything they've seen recently that they would like to recommend to others or
3: this this reminded me I haven't seen it but uh speaking of dystopian futures, Dread was released a few years back. I yeah. think it's a mm-hmm. remake of um Judgment obviously. Mm-hmm. Um but I heard that was decent, so I'm wondering if you watch that now. It
0: is. Oh, okay, it is yeah. decent. <laughs> um it has some really good use of slow mo. Oh um, um,
3: Snyder slow-mo or good slow-mo? <laughs>
0: like they they do drugs, and then everything becomes... Oh, okay, I see what you're saying.
3: Whee!
0: It's, it's, it's interesting the way it's used like throughout the movie. So it'll be interesting to hear your, your yeah. thoughts on it after you've watched it. I'm, I'm it's way talk. better than the original. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I am the law. No, no, no,
4: no, I can't really. I got to take the helmet off. They won't know it's me.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't have to be related necessarily to the movie, but, need, like, I I saw um the two Kinksman movies last weekend okay. when I was out of town, and they're both really dumb and ridiculous. But I I really love them <laughs> because they're dumb and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. It's kind of like uh, dumbed down James Bond, even more ridiculously, mm-hmm. uh, like yeah, yeah. James Bond with the ridiculous bumped up a little bit.
3: But not Austin Powers level. It's like somewhere right. between. Where <laughs> it right. it Acknowledges it's ridiculous, but it just enjoys it yeah. instead of self parody. Yeah, yeah, it
0: it knows what it is. Yes.
3: <laughs> Anyone else? Oh, um, yeah, Ballora and I were <laughs> we were trying to even talk about like this. A- Seeing just like, <laughs> I've just um, been
1: watching a lot of TV shows lately.
3: so re-watch, Well, we did rewatch Stranger Things. I did yeah, that, too. Was, yeah, yeah getting ready for season really yeah. two. If you have not, uh, this is television technically, but if you have not watched Stranger Things, you need to, because season two is coming out, and it's amazing. Oh, like also,
4: <laughs> another series of Black Mirror is supposed to be coming out, too, oh, which is good. really awesome.
3: Yeah. I I'd, highly
4: recommend that series. Mm-hmm.
3: That's a dystopian something. I don't know yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. He's, he's, he's he's future, for that. past, present, the and the, the Facebook one.
4: I would totally, uh, that's like my
3: nightmare. Yeah. I'd, I still have, gotten the courage to watch that one.
4: We, we watched, yeah, we watched two and we were like, uh, We need to like be in a very calm well yeah, well yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the very first episode <laughs> slaps you oh, in the face, right? <laughs> yeah like that first episode is like what was am I in for? And was I old enough to watch this? <laughs> was I old enough to watch this <laughs> <laughs> that's, why,
3: that's what I said when I was fourteen uh, oh. sixteen and I watched uh I Watched *Jabberwocky* for a dream. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, that was too much of my life gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that that
4: that movie will mess you up. Um,
0: yeah, I I rewatched *Stranger Things* and Neil came in. I, I think I was just finishing up like on the last episode, mm. and he just came in from somewhere. He's sitting in his room, and like the end part is going, and it's like, what are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> like, Stranger Things! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have you not seen it? No.
3: Oh. Um,
0: he doesn't really watch much of anything. He's, he's very busy.
3: He's, he's a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay, so I think no one else has anything else. Uh, I think that wraps it up for Blade Runner. Um think we're going to do the next blade runner next week, the the new one. And I think I'm going to do Dawn of the Dead at some point this month. Mm. I haven't scheduled it yet, but it's it's coming. Um so you can follow us on Twitter at filmpunch meetup and um if you want to send us any feedback or suggestions for movies you'd like us to have in our podcast, you can email us at filmpunch at gmail.com. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Ciao.